Welcome everyone. Hello, hello, hello. How are we all doing out there? Um, so if you've been listening on to Ryan and I, just speaking the last, uh, well, the many episodes leading up to this one, we thank you very much for coming along the journey. And today we are going to be speaking about resilience. Resilience. There's many different, um, there's many different uh, levels of resilience that uh, we'd like to touch on today. Mm. But uh, resilience, what, what is resilience to you, Rai? Resilience for me is about working through the adversities that show up in life and just choosing how you show up in those situations and whether or not you let them slow you down or hinder you or whether or not you allow them to be an opportunity for growth oh that's good Mm. i like that what about you brother resilience for me is the the moments you get into something where you want to quit you there's a part of you that says this is too hard it's it's mind over matter mm. mind over body body over mind where are you in that moment who do you want to choose to show up to be and who are you wanting to become and the resilience is the teacher it's the teacher of the person you're formulating constantly for your uh, created future bringing it into the now present I like it beautiful yeah so we've got a little we, well, we didn't do a little run. We did a uh, <laughs> we did an ultra marathon. Uh, we ran it at the same time. Didn't do it together because mm-hmm. uh, we had two completely different um, lead ups to it. Uh, but we did that only two days, three days ago. Yeah, three days ago. Three days ago, fifty clicks. Well, fifty two clicks. Fifty two kilometers, and those last two kilometers are the most torturous kilometers because you get to fifty. And then you're just cursing. Why the fuck did they not just make this 50 kilometers? And why call it an ultra? Like, why call it 50Ks if it's 52, you know? Because me personally, I didn't even know it was 52 until we were about 2Ks in. And you were like, oh, you realize it's 52, right? And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) What the fuck? Who who does their advertising? This is bullshit. I think it's, yeah, I think it's like 51.9 something. Something like that. It's obscure. Obviously, it's just how the track. So we ran the uh, Tarawera UTB Ultra Marathon. Uh, now, if you're not familiar what an ultra marathon is, an ultra marathon is basically anything over a marathon distance, which is 42.2 kilometers. And um, from over that, obviously, you're, you're running an ultra marathon. And this is a trail run as well. It's not on the road. So you've got all the elevation, you're in nature, uh, you've got your pack on, you've got all your, you know, you've got all your things that keeps you alive during the run. So you're carrying all of that as well, and your and your, it's it's a very spiritual experience without being yeah. spiritual, for sure. Well, it, it's challenging. It, it pushes it pushes you to what you think your body can do, um, and what you think your mind is capable of overcoming. Yeah, yeah. Because because and and it's man, it's it's challenging. If so we we did fifty two k's, but there's also an option to do a hundred and two k's. Yep. And then there's also an option to do a hundred miler which is 160 k's <laughs> which is to me after doing 50 k's i'm like that's unfathomable to consider doing 160 miles in one in one sitting 160 k's 160 k sorry in one sitting the the i suppose the mental fortitude to be able to do that and to push your body physically through that would be well 50 k's times three 50 k's was hard enough yeah do you think that because we had created that that end or knew the end was 52 and so when you're leading up and you're getting closer to it then you're starting to allow yourself to to kind of how do i best put this are you allowing yourself to know you're getting closer to what it is you've already created that you're getting to so would it become easier if it's a hundred and you're doing fifty and you go right, I'm halfway, and I'm going through. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think so. I think it's whatever whatever goal you set your mind to, right? If 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 you train properly and you're prepared for it and you set your mind to it, if you have the resilience yep. to, to work through adversity, then it probably doesn't matter the distance because you're already set out to achieve something. Yeah. So yeah. what was your training? What was your build up like for the for, for the ultra? So for me I took it pretty I took it pretty um serious. I uh, I hired a running coach about five months ago. Um, and he he sort of led me through the process of training for an ultra. Um, he hadn't actually run an ultra before, but he had done multiple marathons, half marathons, like really really good paces, really really good times. <coughs> and uh, for me, that was well, that was perfect for me because I I I love having processes set out in front of me. That my analytical mind just works <laughs> in that way, as Mike knows. Um, and yeah, it was beautiful because when I had actually trained for it before, trained for an ultra to do it last year, but it got called off because of COVID. Um, so this time it was, it was a different preparation because I actually had someone else set out for me what I needed to do. And for me, it was actually just about having the accountability of showing up and, um, going for the, the, the four runs a week that he had set out for me, like progressively those distances getting longer and I actually found it really challenging at the start um, because he made me slow down a lot so for about the first month it was really short distances anywhere from like five to ten k's and over that first month my heart rate wasn't I was essentially running to my heart rate my heart rate wasn't allowed to go over 145 Whenever it went over 145, I'd have to stop and walk mm. till it went back down again and then run again. And it was, um, at the time, it was really ch- hard because I was so used to just searching for PBs, like just trying to run as fast as I could and seeing that as, as like uh, a goal or a milestone, you know, the, the, the quicker I could do 5Ks, um, for me, that was like the achievement or the goal. <laughs> But for this, it was like taking a step back and actually reconditioning my body, my nervous system, my breath, even my running style cadence, um, so that I'd, I'd be better suited for running longer distances. Because when you're running an ultra and when you're running a trail run, it's not about how fast you can do it. It's about like keeping a solid pace and having a good strategy. Well, not at our level anyways. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. How did you feel when... So let's bring the clock back to two years ago when you had started training and you were, you know, you were doing it on your own, but you know running. I mean, that's that's your go-to. It has sure. been for most of your life. Yeah. Um, how did you feel when you had set the training up and then it got canned? I mean, it was it only got canned a week before. A week before. Yeah. Like, what, what, was your, what was your mental capacity and, and processes like during that? Um, I was a little frustrated because obviously you'd put a lot of hours in um but i don't think i was prepared for it as well as i was this time um and i just finished my longest run actually i finished it that sunday i think i did like 32 k's and then came back and seen it was cancelled and um yeah it was like disappointment because you put so much time and energy and effort into it because especially if you're training for for one of these ultras like properly like you've got to be putting in so many different like you're putting in like at least six or seven hours of running time a on week. Your feet, yeah. Shit yeah. And you're just getting time on your feet and you're just pushing yourself and, and um so it sort of felt like all that training had gone by the wayside. And I probably actually didn't run for maybe about five months after that yeah. until I actually decided to, to sign back up and do it again. Yeah. What why do you reckon you stopped running for five months? I was just overrunning. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you because you do a lot. Even even now, like I like running. I enjoy it. It's good for my mental health because it gives me uh, an opportunity to 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 like clear out without any other stimulus going in. Yeah. Um, especially because I do like I every now and then I will run with music or a podcast, but predominantly I do run with nothing. Um, and it just gives you an un, an opportunity to unpack and just move through things. Yeah, mm. yeah. The 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 resilience word is it's ever there going through that ultra. Definitely. It uh, 
so I was fortunate enough that it was my third one that I've done. So I've done Tarawera. This is my second time, and I did Taupo uh, 50K as my first one a few years ago. So I knew what I was going into, and I had a completely different setup than you. And I I didn't... It, it's interesting to reflect on it, and I'm, I'm kind of unpacking it like right now. Um, I feel like I... Because I had done two, I was like, yeah, I got this. And because I've I've been doing this program as well, that I'll go, we'll go into later on in the podcast, uh, my body's in, in pretty tip-top shape, but it's not, it wasn't running trained. It wasn't uh, trained for an ultra. Uh, so I was really curious to see how I would go. Uh, so... Yeah, I think I did one six and a half k run about a week before, yep. um, and then I probably did about that same distance probably about a month before. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I was walking every day for forty five minutes, I was getting about four and a half k's in every day for about three and a half months, and so mm-hmm. I was getting. It's quite quite funny because I was I had gotten more time on my feet than I had ever done for any other ultra. Just, However, just not, wasn't running. Just wasn't running. Yeah. Well, let's let's go into the the. The program that you have been doing because i think it's probably fitting to go into it it's now real fitting so i've been on this program called 75 hard uh it was created by this guy andy frazella over in the states there and with i mean obviously if you've been following our podcast uh you know the first the first few uh well, definitely the second one that we we uh spoke about i was in the depth of of uh, a lot of uh, dark night of the soul moving through lots of different things and 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 really facing off this you know, commitment wound thing. And uh, and so it was like, okay, great. This kind of just appeared. And I thought this is a great um, ability for me to just, just commit to myself. I didn't share it publicly. This is the first time I've actually shared it publicly that I was doing it because this was just for me. And it was really amazing doing that. And so in the 75 Hard Program, uh, you've got to do two training sessions a day. Uh, each has to be a minimum of 45 minutes. One has to be outdoors. They can't be consecutively done after each other. Uh, you've got to stick to uh, a performance diet that you create. It's not a given diet, and it, you know, whatever you want to do. No alcohol, no cheat meals, and you've got to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day as well. So from day one, I stuck to that. Boom, and I was on. And the, the changes within my mind. So it's a mind focus program it's, it's not, not a, it's not fitness, a fitness program it's not a fitness program and this is the first time i've ever done something like this that hasn't been fitness based with my background and things like that and it's been an amazing shift to to really uh to really watch myself in that and the i mean the body fat's stripped off my body's in the best shape it's ever been i'm feeling the best i've ever been so having that as my focus i think it kind of allowed myself to put take the, the 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 what would i say take the stress and pressure of having to go for runs because i've already had this task and you can't do everything at once and knowing that i'd already done a couple so i had kind of gone through it knowing that if i start 50ks i know i'm going to finish it even if i walk it and it takes me 10 hours who cares i'll finish it and there's the accomplishment there but it's just staying in that process so so that 75 hard program that I mean, you've you've seen me do it day in day out, and it is just showing up in every other avenue of my life, mm. and I'm really proud about what I've done. What's really interesting is we went to a festival. Um, what would that be? Probably about a month ago now. Yeah, it would be probably three weeks. Three weeks ago, we went to Kiwiburn, and I was in about day fifty five, fifty six, um, and when we got there, I packed all my food and everything like that and then it was five days of camping and and doing all the most wondrous things at this (laughs) adult playground and once I got into it it was really interesting to 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 pull the 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 concepts of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and so um, if you fail just one of the tasks on a day uh, you obviously have to start again and oh sorry and one of the extra ones uh, on a daily task is take a progress photo of yourself as well not to um constantly see your body shift but just adding a menial task in that it's about if you just miss the little things of life then those are the big things that add up so that's that's the concept of that particular uh, task for the day 
and so we got to kiwi burn and my intention was to no i'm gonna i'm gonna go for my you know two workouts a day and this and that and then we got there and it was just no i'm going to you know keep my food it was it was there and and uh we just went and played for five days which was amazing and then uh had to sit with the integrity of what i was doing you sat down and asked me so obviously you haven't done all your 75 hard tasks what are you going to do are you going to finish it out and i just you know blazingly said oh i'll just see it out and and then and then i'll start it again and then you just hit me with the question why it's not an integrity you you failed it and i sat with it and i thought fuck yeah you're totally right like it was a beautiful mirror that you held up to me and so i had the integrity call of yep i'm going to restart it so i restarted it and then uh, i was about another two weeks in or three weeks in and then another life uh a life choice situation came in and i chose one route rather than doing the second um training for the day and i had to sit with that for another half day and go okay well i've chosen this path and i now have to hold myself in integrity to mm. to restart it so resilience pivot or persevere uh hold yourself to the to the highest standards and when no one else is looking mm. and that's that's what it was it's really and, and like that's probably the biggest thing because I've, I've listened to the podcast about from andy um the creator of it and that's what he says right it's like cultivating discipline yes that really is a cultivating discipline and showing up and then acknowledging if you do get something wrong because who 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 actually knows so it's only you right and you're only really cheating yourself and it's like and if that's the mentality that you want to be cultivating in your life well then it doesn't really matter if you start again because because like even the idea of calling it a failure probably takes away from how much change has actually been created yeah. you know because have you really failed anything no there was 55 days of you working your ass off yep. you know the fact that you didn't get to 75 doesn't mean that you failed it just means that you the the life you're trying to cultivate carries on anyway but the but the marker post just starts at one again exactly i mean i missed one training session out of the whole lot like it's so you know you and i have sat and pulled this apart like really psychologically and really intensely yeah and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful process it's a beautiful process to have that to know that i'm not doing it to get to the end of the 75 days it's actually the the process of being resilient and what level are you going to hold yourself to mm -hmm. what level are you going to hold yourself to because that ultimately is life mm. and and that's probably the difference with it being uh, a fitness challenge because most people when they fail a fitness challenge they just slip back into the old habit patterns of the past you know they start back in eating shitty food and, and that can be the the negative aspect of it. i know i've talked about health and fitness multiple times before but that can be a negative aspect of it because mm -hmm. people be like well i've failed what's the point why would i carry on all these positive um practices that i've that i've um created these positive changes that i've made i'll just slip back into who i truly well who i was before and if that does happen then you've really you've really missed the point you have missed the point so i'm very proud of what i've accomplished i'm very proud of the process and i'm very proud of my conscious decisions of doing it mm. uh, and choosing certain things because they showed up in my life because sure. when you do things like this you the the, the leveling up is so intense and it's so fast when you're truly committing to yourself to do uh, to do the hard shit to, mm. do, to, to go through the hard things but what that manifests in your life are the things you actually want so mm. when the things you actually want are being manifested from doing the hard shit then are you going to turn down those things but you were doing them for those things for sure so you've got to it's it's really interesting it's an interesting play because then you've, you've got to look at it as well all right cool so you haven't achieved the 75 days twice in two attempts so when you do start again or if you do start again yep. are you going to allow yourself to just continually fall into that pattern mm. of not completing it because mm. there's an excuse mm. now that life oh no life happens these other things have come up you know so what's going to be your choice next time there is an option to either pursue pursue something else that's popped up in your life or follow through on 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 the challenge that you've set yourself and isn't it fucking amazing yeah it's fucking amazing going into the depths of your own decision making of these things and the, and, and we 
we are constantly faced with these decisions, whether they be the tiniest little decisions of, am I going to get out of bed when my alarm goes off or am I going to go five more minutes? For sure. Am I going to wake up and make my bed and go do my practices and get into the cold shower? Am I going to eat the food that I know is going to be beneficial for my body and, and, and lay me up? Or am I going to have a mouthgasm mm. and just have that sweet thing in my mouth knowing that I've cleansed my body and it's fucking feeling good mm. and do I want that little treat? It, it's, it's, oh, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm enjoying sitting with those decisions. I'm sitting with myself and I'm, and I'm just in this limbo right now of do I start it again and do I then go, okay, this is my next route. Yep. And, and, and go to that 75 and, and, and take what I've learned and then move through that? Or do I go, what have I learned from this and, and implement that into my life? And either way, it's your choice. Mm. Doing it with no judgment. Yep. And it's beautiful. I love it. And then you take it into things like going and doing an ultra marathon. So the first, the first 30 kilometers, the, probably 35 35 I was I was good I was dancing around uh I me and uh, a really dear sister of ours Shanna me and her um did it together because we both kind of had the same same uh same setup for it and she had done the uh Tarawera Ultra two years before as well so she knew what she was going into and she was just wanting to uh see what her body and her mind was doing and she went deep into some to some stuff for about 30 kilometers and so I was just leading the way uh, as a as a as a good uh, brother and friend uh, would do, and allowed her to just move through what she needed to move through, and then it got to about kilometer thirty five, and then just before that nasty ass hill, and then my knees just started to break really quickly, mm. and she she came through out of her stuff, and then she just kind of carried me not literally but <laughs> figuratively metaphorically for for the last for the last 15 and well, the last 17 mm. and uh it was it was a really beautiful um it was a really beautiful partnership that we we cultivated on that course there uh but it was it was talking about talking about resilience there were there were moments where especially in that last 10ks where i i couldn't even bend my leg and i was just hurting and I was just back into the breath, and it was just, and I was like, okay, let's go, boom, boom, boom. And there was, there was so many moments where I was like, this, I'm broken, I'm broken, but I'm fucking still going, and I'm going to finish this. There's no if, buts, or maybes. And it was that mind over the body, while the body was breaking down around me, the mind was just going, nah, like, man, you can just go to the medics there, and yeah. and, and I didn't. And this is, this is the point of what we're talking about today, is when you're going into the heart, when you, when you consciously put yourself into the hard shit, whether it be the inner work, whether it be difficult conversations, whether it be a physical challenge, anything like that, they all are the same paradox within yourself of what are you going to choose? Are you, are you really that broken that you can't actually move? Or are you broken but you can still persevere. Mm. Is it just a story that your mind wants to wants to tell you that you can't do something or something's too hard? Well, it's hard. It's hard. And I, I we both love putting ourselves into the hard shit. And that's why we are who we are. Definitely. <laughs> but definitely. It's uh it's been a beautiful couple of days. It's been a beautiful couple of days. I've definitely felt softer. Yeah. Uh, I definitely feel like my energy, my, my physical energy has just started to replenish today, uh, which is okay. And I've just given myself that time. And uh, it's and we had a cyclone the last couple of days, so it shut everything down. <laughs> so it's been divine timing. Perfect. <laughs> just locked in at home, recovering, resting and recuperating. It has been great. It has mm. been good. So, um, brother, tell us tell us the time that you did it in because it's a really uh, it's an incredible time. Yeah. So I did uh, I did my ultra in six hours and forty five minutes, and I'm pretty stoked with oh, that. So I proud of, of you, man. I sort of had a, a goal in my mind to to try do it in under six hours, and I think now knowing that I've done it, that was super ambitious super ambitious on the road you would have done it yeah definitely on the road I, I, will, I would have smashed that but just the trails were different and so mine um mine was very similar to yours 30ks 
35 Ks. I've sort of found that probably about 32, about 32. I was having a look back at my watch the other day and like checking my times and splits and heart rates and everything like that and elevation. And um, it was about 32 Ks. I, I was feeling really, really good. Like I had a real good pace on. I was passing a lot of people. I don't think anyone passed me for those 32 Ks. And I was just boosting along, doing my thing to keep myself entertained throughout the run because I was pretty much running by myself and just meeting people along the way. So every, I don't know, 10 or 15 meters, they have these little tags or these little tassels attached to trees. Yeah, the little ribbons. The little ribbons. And so after I left these guys, after about two or three Ks, I started running and then I was just running past one of these tags and I just tapped it and I was like, man, I'm just going to hit every single one of these tags because if I just carry on hitting every single one of these tags, I'm not just going to be running. At least there's something for me to watch out for on the track and sort of keep my mind and self-entertained. Um, so I kept doing that, 32Ks all the way up, all the way walking every hill, everything like that. And um, actually one person had a conversation. They were following me for a little bit and then I stopped at one of the stations and he was like, why do you keep hitting all the tags? And I was like, well, what the fuck else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just here running, you know? Running is not that entertaining. You just got to put one foot in front of the other. And I was like, yeah, just told him. It's just keeping my mind fucking something else to do. And he was like, yeah, fair enough. And then um, through two Ks, I just sort of felt my energy level starting to deplete. And then it's about another four Ks to the aid station. And at that point, a few people started to pass me. I was still doing good. I, I, was like, I wasn't really feeling any pain. I was managing cramp reasonably well like taking those salt tablets oh, they're lifesavers shit yeah if i didn't have those and yep. you didn't give them to me before i would have probably cramped up about 24 i reckon oh but i would have just given you them even if it was all i had because i know you would have needed them going for it and um yeah and i was managing it really well managing energy levels really really well and then got to the aid station at 36 and um i remember having a drink and i was just standing there eating a banana and then i just disappeared eh? And I was probably standing there just like looking just into the abyss for a couple of minutes. <laughs> and then a lady like pops into my vision and she's like, are you all good? <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, yeah, 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 I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm tired, but I'm, I'm all good. And then we just talked for a little bit and I, I couldn't even actually have a conversation with her. I was, I was that, um, I was that fatigued. Um, and then had some food, went to the toilet filled up me uh, water bottle, grabbed a couple more gels, grabbed some bananas actually for, for the journey and then took off. And then you know that after 2Ks after leaving, leaving that, you're, you're hitting this massive elevation. Um, and by the time I got to the elevation, my, my knees were already starting to, to yeah. give out. My mind was starting to, to question things a little bit. So I put on my headphones and I downloaded a, a David Goggins podcast to just, just have him like, yelling in your ear have him just calling me a little <laughs> bitch and reminding me that um that like you're stronger than your body and your mind's a thing that's going to break um and it was really really good as i was going up those hills but then my knees just started to go it just started to get even more challenging and fucking he just started to piss me off because mm -hmm. i was like i wanted to keep pushing myself but I, there was there was there was nothing left in the tank there was really nothing left in the tank um but I kept going, kept pushing through. And by when you get to the top of the elevation and then you've got about 250 stairs that you've got to make your way down before you get into the flats again. And these stairs aren't like a normal step. They're probably about like one and a half because they're through trail, you're, you're over rocks and things like that. And so it's like, it's heavy on the knees. Mm -hmm. So fucking you're heavy doing on this, the knees. You're doing this weird kind of side twist, yeah. step down thing. Yeah, because you can't really fully extend and you're scared that if you do put your leg out, you're going to cramp up. So yeah. you're sort of like crabbing down these stairs and everyone's doing it, you know. Um, and then I got to just before the bottom of the stairs and my fucking running coach was there and cool. it was ju just like it elevated me i was like oh my god thank god someone who knows what i'm going through um who's here and and he just ran with me for like the next three k's to the aid station um and then i gave him a few of my things and uh, he shot off to the finish line and then it was just that last seven k's and that last seven k's was just a shuffle it was just it was just a shuffle it was just like one foot in front of the other knowing that you're going to finish um because you have to but then as you're going towards the end and the finish um you're actually seeing other people that have just collapsed 
think when I was running for that last seven Ks, I, I, I ran past about seven people that had were, were with medics and they had like the, the blankets on and shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, I wanted to push myself to see if I could just get a few more minutes off the time. But that actually was like, what's the point? You know, there's no point in pushing yourself and potentially failing. Just yep. keep this pace. Like it's only your ego that's going wants to cut off, you know, a few minutes. Um, and then it was really good. There was me and this uh, Australian lady. Um, her name was Kim. And we just like did this last seven Ks together. Like she'd drop behind and I'd like drop behind and run with her. And then like I'd drop behind and she'd keep me going. Um, and it's awesome because that's actually like the culture of it. It is. It's like everyone's there not only for themselves and their run, but everyone else just wants other people to, to, to make it to the end as well. Yeah. If you've never experienced... A, a, an ultra marathon i highly recommend it Definitely. even if you just walk it the community the the human mm. that comes out in everyone is absolutely mind-boggling because everyone's in the pain everyone's in the suck everyone's at the same level it doesn't matter whether you're a ceo it doesn't matter whether you are a a, a garbage truck driver it doesn't matter it's all dissolves because you are just a person mm. who's going into some hard stuff to go and accomplish something amazing and the amount of people that when i was on those last seven k's that were like the hundred k's and the milers had to go out and then come back and do another lap and they are just you're nearly there you're doing well and they could just see the brokenness in your eyes yeah, because yeah, yeah. they've been there they had to start there and if like most people will cheer you on and then it forces you to come out of your hurt out of your victim pity party to go, yeah to pity party and go oh thank you go and then you start cheering other people on and it's such a beautiful experience of passing a human passing to a human connection and then bouncing that back to someone else yeah, yeah it's like the utilization of the the energy someone else is providing you simply through support it is and yeah. even the even the aid stations they oh, go large that. there's people cheering you on we had a, a lovely lady called jody who's jody. been to one of our breasts if you're listening jody yes. we absolutely love you and thank oh, you so thank much you for your so amazing much. energy oh. uh, those first few times when we saw you it was epic and it just it lights you up it's, it's like food mm. it's like food but you have to go through the process of depleting yourself to understand that type of energy that that builds you up and it gets sure. you through you may not fully acknowledge it at the time but inside it gets you going mm. it really does it, it's mm. it's energy a, whole, a sort of a, a smile fucking heals everything when you when your body just is breaking down you know because you see someone there and they're like woo, 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 and you crack a little smile on your face and you sort of forget about the pain that you're going through even if it is just momentarily it is mm. i actually had a bit of uh i actually took some cactus um some some san pedro uh, before the race and the first 30 k's that was really uh, aligned with me and i was i was connecting with so many people i was like there were you know those um uh, the volunteers that were on the corners out in the bush. Some of them were in their 70s and 80s old ladies just sitting out there. Um, one of them, I ran up and I saw them and I picked a couple of flowers from the side. I gave them flowers, <laughs> gave them both a kiss on the cheek, gave them a big hug. Beautiful. The next one, same thing, gave her a big hug. And it was so beautiful to be able to share moments like that in the race. This is so much more than just getting to the end. Mm. Uh, and it was lovely being able to do it for the third time and just be there i didn't give a shit about the time i i couldn't give a fuck i was there to stay in process to breathe i was there to be conscious i was there to see what my baseline level of hurt was and just to see where my mind went mm. and i came out better mm. did you go yeah. any dark places not really dark places yeah no nah, it was just physical pain yeah yeah. that was that was really it. i never at, at any moment did i like doubt myself or question it or, or go to like a any dark places it was just it was just physical pain yeah like that that was pretty much it and i i knew that i was was able to overcome it um yeah so not really dark places now nah. I, I, was, I was pretty the mind was conditioned enough to mm. even if there was moments of it i just talked myself out of it because like what's your option you know i liken the ultra marathon to an ayahuasca journey because mm. it's about the same time you, sure. you have your peaks 
you have your deaths you have your rebirths yeah there's all the fractals, you know, you're loving it, you know, that's that's giving people flowers. Yeah, every now the and then you're, you're looking up, you're in this beautiful forest or oh. there's a river running and you're oh. just so full of gratitude and, and your heart is expanding and then for whatever reason you just go into fuck and you're just yelling out and the pain's starting and you're purging. It, it, it's, a, it's a physical ayahuasca ceremony. Definitely. But Definitely. It, it is a ceremony. I went into it with the mindset of I'm going into ceremony today. Mm. I'm going to go and do some learning. I'm going to do some some purging and I'm going to do some some gratitude and heart opening mm, and it was just like that so again if you are if you're listening to this and you thought geez I can't do that well then you can't but if you say I'm going to give something a go there are 70 75 80 year old people who are who you know who just sh- they shuffle along but they don't stop yeah and some of them you know they'll pass you there's a 70 year old guy who did 100 k's yeah he was in he was in front of me and Shannon for a while and he was just shuffling and we he paced us when we're getting to our broken stage, or my broken stage. And I loved it. And we're having a chat with him, and he was great. He's like, no, I'm doing the 100. I'm like, mate, well, well played. Well played, well played. So it doesn't matter what age you are. No. If you've got the resilience to, 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 to take ownership of your mind, to say you're going to do something, to create and cultivate the discipline in your life to go and take on harder challenges so life becomes your playground, then, then these are the things you go and do. No one can take that away from you. No way. It's your choice. Everything's your choice. Mm. Definitely. So it's like doing. It, it's it's the it's the same as going in and doing your deeper work as well. It's the same as going and doing your shadow work. We spoke about shadow work on the last podcast, and it's the same thing. It's are you going to allow your mind, your ego, your id, to remove you from the things that you know you need to do? Mm. Definitely. And, and 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 I suppose just like like using it as a metaphor, there is going to be good times. There's going to be times where it, where it's easy and it's enjoyable, and there is going to be times when that sucks and it's heavy and it hurts, and you think you, there's no point and you want to turn around and you're just like, ah, I'm just going to give up. Um, but if you go in with a resilient mindset and you don't allow the noise to be louder than what you want to achieve then you're always going to succeed. Mm. I mean, even if you don't cross the finish line, you always succeed, always succeed, you know, because you've gone in with it with the right attitude. You've gone in with it as a, and seeing it as an opportunity for growth, seeing it as an opportunity to learn where you're at and to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's removing from outcome-based living. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Had a... A friend of mine, Campbell, he did the hundred k. We did the we've done two ultras together. I did my first one in Taupo and, and Tarawera together. And he set out to do the hundred k uh, this year. And I actually caught him on a couple of the aid stations. He was looking a good neck. And uh, after you know he was running till two in the morning. You know when you do the hundred k, it takes you about 20, 20 hours or whatever he was running. Anyways, then I saw uh, a post of his um, a day and a half later saying he had to bail out at k eighty six. Um, he was just violently throwing up. Uh, his legs actually stopped working. And uh, he goes, oh, I'm bloody disappointed. I said, mate, what are you disappointed about? Yeah. You did 86 kilometers and you are in your mid to late 50s. Mm. Well played. For sure. And you went to the point where your legs actually stopped working. There's nothing more you could have done. No, literally. Literally You nothing. were vomiting up. You couldn't have taken another step. What are you going to do? Mm. You know, apart from pull yourself, you know, legs blowing off from a foxhole style, <laughs> but you can't do that when you're running in trail. No. And I said, mate, well played. So take this memento into your life, everyone, that whatever you set out to do, just check in with yourself that if it's something you need to, to, to persevere or pivot on, well, then make the choice and own it. It's all in you. It's all your choice anyways. Mm-hmm. Only you know whether you can go and do more. For sure. No one else will be able to tell you that. No coach, not us, no motivational speaker, no anything. Mm. No one can. You know. Only you know the and, internal and dialogue. And, and it's doing these bigger things that you can truly start to understand where where your limits are, mm. or where, your, where your physical limits are. Mm. And even where the judgment comes from when you reach your limit shit you you know 
even in that, like no one can take that 88 Ks away from him, right? Well, it's, you didn't cross a line and you didn't get a medal. You still ran 88 Ks, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'll wear that badge of honor. <laughs> Fucking no. No one's going to take that away from you. I guarantees there's probably only a handful of people that would even know him that would even probably even consider doing something like that. Yeah. You know, so you're already pushing yourself into a, like a new realm, a, a, a new category. And everything's going to benefit from it in your life. Yeah. Your relationship, your career, uh, your own sense of purpose. Mm. It's just, it's phenomenal. Mm. So just go out and do hard shit, people. Go out and do hard shit. And, and, and I mean, that idea of hard shit, that's going to be different for every everyone. It will. You know? But if something seems challenging for you, or if something seems like, or if you have a story that you can't do something but there's an inclination or an inkling to want to do it, just pursue it anyway. Pursue it anyway. Pursue it anyway. Have a plan, have a strategy. If that works for you, if you if you just want to jump into it because it's something you've had experience with before and that's the route you want to take, then take that route. If you want to be more methodical and plan it out and, and that's the way in which you like to process things and work, then do it that way. You know, It's about understanding who you are, knowing what you're capable of, and then challenging yourself for more. Like that's what resilience is about. It's, it's a powerful word. Yeah. Memento Mori. Memento listeners. Mori. Memento Mori. The great stoic quote mm. or the great stoic saying. Mm. Remember you are going to die. It's not a morbid quote. Mm. It's just stating that you know what the end is. <laughs> so what are you fucking around for? for, sure. <laughs> for sure. Live the experience of this human... Oh, Live the human experience of this of this beautiful life that we are in. For sure. As far and as hard as you can go, the fear that is pushed upon us by every form right now, it's absolutely mind-boggling. Mm. It's been really interesting to see, even just with these storms coming in over the last week or so, and I know I can speak for both of us, there, there's, there's not one part of our social media or we don't have TVs in the house that follows any news channels. I, it doesn't, there's no part of me that ever wants to, to be fed any of that. And so I was in the supermarket on Friday going to grab some, some food and things before we went to Rotorua for the uh, Ultra. And it was midday and the car park was stacked. It was, it was heaving. I thought, okay, maybe this is normal. I don't know. Went in, did my shopping and buzzed around and I'm having a chat to the, uh, to the um, checkout woman. She was a lovely lady, and I just said to her, look, is this normal on a Friday afternoon? I don't usually come here at this time. She goes, no, the cyclone is coming. I said, what cyclone? She goes, she looked at me, she goes, I, the cyclone, you know? I said, no, I don't know, tell me. And she was, she was so bedazzled that I didn't know that there was a cyclone coming. I said, look, Tell me about it. She goes, oh, there's a cyclone coming. And she went into it and told me about it. She goes, it's all over the news. I said, look, I actually don't don't follow the news. And, uh, and okay, tell me about it. Like, I, I, okay, now I want to know. Obviously, if it's a bad thing, I want to know so I can ensure that I'm, you know, keeping myself safe, my community safe and, and, and all of that. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to avoid the things that need to be heard. However, she proceeded to tell me about it. I thought, oh, okay, well, that doesn't sound like as bad as the, the, the floods that just happened a couple of weeks ago. She goes, oh, oh, maybe not. <laughs> okay. No, well, everyone survived that, didn't they? It's just nature being nature. Sure. Uh, but looks like I've done my shopping at the right time. Definitely. <laughs> Perfectly timed. Uh, so I guess to, to tie that back into resilience, again, that's, that's a cultivation of discipline, of the resilience, of the fear of I, I, I refuse to allow fear agendas to be pushed upon me. Uh, and, you know, we went through all of that COVID times and all that sort of things as well. And, and, and I think, you know, lots of people got lessons in that. So these are great ways for you to be able to banish that fear because mm. it's the fear inside of you that will stop you or ultimately pull you up from going to the extremities and the distances on anything that you can that you personally can actually do cultivating and finding and seeking your own power people that's that's what people are most fearful of is the actual true power and you and i were so good at going we want to empower everyone's magic 
because everyone has the magic inside them. Everyone can be the most extraordinary human on this planet if they wish and know and take the action to be. Mm. Their version of the most extraordinary. Their unique version. Mm. Not mine, not yours, not anyone trying to tell them how they should be living, but yours. Mm. Go and do that. And so the resilience in that to, to I guess, buck the trend? Yeah, for sure. Or not just not, not to allow yourself to be consumed by fear. You know, because it's, it's, that's the biggest thing that stops people from doing anything, right? Well, it's Either the, f- the fear of getting hurt, the fear of doing it wrong, um, the fear of rejection. All of these different fears are going to stop people from doing things, from, from the little things to, to the big things, you know? How, what's your take on resilience in relationships? You've been in a relationship now for four years. You certainly need to uh, create resilience mm-hmm. to, to be in it that long. What's, what's, some, what's some guys from you, brother? Resilience in relationships. Well, I think it's probably <coughs> like resilience in any, anything, right? You have to be willing to put yourself in situations that challenge you so that things don't become stale and stagnant and mundane. You have to be challenged. You have to be resilient enough to say and speak into what you want mm-hmm. and what you desire, even if that may be something that's different to your partner. You have to be resilient enough to allow your partner to change and to allow yourself to change because that's probably one of the biggest things that um, would would create discomfort in a lot of relationships is that you go into a relationship knowing who that person is that you went into the relationship but when that person starts to shift and change maybe for the better maybe for the worse um, people get attached to an identity of who they Mm. thought their partner is not not who they are now in this moment right you know me and van have been together for and come i I would have met her five years ago in about three weeks um and who she is and who i am is completely different people completely completely light years difference i'll be the person who i was trying to be five years ago is probably the person who i am now so I'm doing pretty good. That's doing cool, right. brother. Say that doing again. Right. Hold on. Let's say that again. The person who I wanted to be five years ago is probably the person, well, is the person who I am now. Amazing. I love it. Shit, five I got a smile. Five was, years ago, I wouldn't have been here sharing wisdom on a podcast. Definitely no. Not. <laughs> but that's that's the journey, folks. It does. It's not overnight change. It's not overnight change. No. And it's, it, you're really, you, you've got such a beautiful relationship mm. with all its toughness but it's all it's amazingness Mm. that's the whole spectrum of it and you guys really go into the full spectrum on one end or the other because that's that is the experience of it but you you're 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 creating your communication constantly over it bang 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 and it's beautiful to witness and yeah i couldn't imagine meeting you five years ago no i don't think we would have been friends five years ago no (laughs) No, I th- I don't know. Well, because no, because me five years ago would have been probably in a similar state. I I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty. I thirty was when I was just. I just moved back to New Zealand. Actually, I just turned thirty. Uh, just before I turned thirty, uh, here. And. Yeah, it was that was the time that it just started for me to go. Okay, I need to start doing some some things, and it still took me a couple of years to really dive deep into it um but the relationship aspect i think you can i was mm, yeah the resilience in relationships i feel it's probably not sticking too hard to that resilience word either Mm. because it's now you're removing the kind of love aspect of it because it's like, well, I'm going to be resilient. For sure. Well, you know. Yeah, well, even, even resilience may keep you in a relationship longer than you need to be or meant to be because there's, there's, there's this idea that you have to be together forever, right? Yes. You know, or, or, or um, you're doing a disservice if, if, if the relationship, or you've failed if the relationship was to break up instead mm. of just naturally allowing people, if they do start to grow in different directions and just allowing the separation to happen or an uncoupling to happen instead of just holding on 
you know i suppose it does get a little bit messy when there's like kids involved houses money finances so people are like well if i'm gonna give her a, a let go of this relationship i'm actually let go letting go of a huge identity that i've created around it and comfort mm, the comfort yeah the misery of certainty right <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but i guess this is where it comes up to a point of uh, a good friend of ours who's, who's drilled into our heads it's that pivot or persevere mm. what's that check-in on yourself are you going to pivot or are you going to persevere through what you're going through and this is what we take into our business all the time are we pivoting or persevering here uh we've done a lot of persevering mm. a lot of persevering for sure and a few pivots a few pivots a few more, pivots more, more just head down tail up let's go yeah but there hasn't actually been any moments where where we've really had to to well there's been minor shifts but not not major shifts yet mm. not major shifts that have needed to happen um you know, we'll wait and see what happens when we get that product out there. <laughs> when God it comes. Damn. Have we actually <laughs> shared about the story of, of our product? Right? I don't think we have. Nah, nah, I don't think so. But by the time this podcast comes out, I think the products will, will be... They will be out. And road. Go check the link down below because, my God, they're delicious. Oh, they're good. <laughs> so, Rai Guy and I had... Uh, so this is actually... This is going to fall really nicely yeah, into what we're talking about today. Perfectly. So, uh, over the last... Well, it, it's going to be eighteen months, two years now. We've we've been in in the process of of getting our supplements um, curated, created in the lab, and back and forth, and all of that business, and all of that money and time, and and all of that. And we finally got to a point where okay, we we're getting our supplements. Yep, they've been flowing in. The ingredients are flowing in. They've gone through customs. They're at our manufacturers. Okay, they are sitting there. All they need to do is, is um, mix them all together and get them packaged. All right, we're going to set a launch date, 26th of Feb. Boom, there we go. And get an email three weeks before saying, Hi, Mike and Ryan. Got some bad news. Have a look at the photos below. Our warehouse got flooded with about a meter of water mm. and all your product is gone. See you later. And we were actually at Kiwi Boon while this happened, so we still didn't hear yeah, it. Yeah, all. yeah, yeah. We, we, didn't, we didn't find out till we got home on the Monday morning um, and, and actually heard about the news of all the flooding because we were obviously down there with, with no, no reception, no yeah. reception, anything like that. And come back to all these messages on our phone, are you okay? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we were like, oh shit, something pretty serious has happened. And, yeah. it, and it, it was, there was a, a lot of places got flooded. Um, and our manufacturing company just happened to be one of them. Yep. So it's not only us that was affected, it was yep. the all the other businesses that they work for as well. And um, that was probably one of those moments where it could have been a pivot or a persevere. You know, yep. we looked at it and we we're like, okay, what do we do? Do we look for another manufacturing company? Do we just um, continue with these guys because they have been extremely accommodating to us they've made everything happen to us they've been so open and vocal about everything that's going on they've guided us through the process so we were like now nah, let's just persevere with these guys get them to reorder the products it's going to be a six-week delay unfortunately yep. um and 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 uh sort of back them to be able to find another company that's going to do the mixing and packaging for us yes yeah i remember that conversation that morning mm. we got the email we were both at work you said, hey, have you seen the email? I looked on. Oh, okay. Rang you up straight away. And I, it was one of those moments of you and I know each other really well. We are brothers, business partners, you know, totally love each other. And it was one of those real moments of, yeah, I see the level that we are at because it was a beautiful, open, calm conversation where there was no reaction we just thought, okay, this has happened in front of us. What do we do? You spoke your end. I spoke mine. We're both aligned on it. And we just said, no, we persevere. And we persevere with it. We could have fallen victim. We could have got mad, upset, blame. I'm going to say that there was a little bit of <laughs> mad, upset, and blame. But I, I allowed myself to move through those. And I didn't, it, wasn't, it didn't become me. It sure. was just a little moment and that's the healthy part of knowing yourself and knowing your emotions and letting them move through, not repressing them because it's that's the all their spectrum. Because it was. 
It was disappointing. disappointing. Oh, it was disappointing. Upsetting. You know, we, we'd worked extremely hard to to get everything to a place to be ready to launch. We had a 28-day state change program that all the amazing people that um, joined the Kickstarter, yep. like close to 50 people, they were going to be getting the products delivered before they were going to then be able to go through the state change program with them. We had all these different things planned out, all the funnels and everything was sorted. Um, and it was just like, well, now we've just got to persevere, you know, pivot a little bit on, on what we were going to be doing with mm-hmm. the launch, what we were going to be doing with the with the state change program that we had coming up and just, um, you know, work through it. You know? And we did. Yeah. And the resilience was there because yeah. we've gone through our hard times. For we've sure. gone through our own selves. We've gone through the, the portals, the deaths, the rebirths, the... Ultras, the hard conversations, the tears, the laughter, the psychedelics, the medicines, the, all of that, just for these small, well, just for these moments that could become huge, but we are able to move through them, and sure. that's what that's what all this is about. I think this is actually what we we hear speaking about week in and week out. Really, mm. all of that is to lead us into these dis- ability to make these decisions on a clear and conscious and aligned level for our own unique selves in life mm, it's just creating that distance between between stimulus and response right you know something happens do you react to it in the moment or do you allow yourself to take a time to pause your nervous system isn't so wound up that it just has to fall into to reactivity where you can actually look at things objectively be like, okay, this is this has happened. It was out of our control. It's out of the manufacturer's control. Um, God, God, you know, he had to just rain down upon us and, and cleanse a few, a, a bit of the land. Yep. Um, but merely it happened, you know. And so we just got to move through it, change things, you know, send our emails to all the people that that had signed up and just let them know of what was going on. Yeah. Um, and then we move on and ultimately it's just given us more time to make things better it does well it did it has it has it really has I spoke about the flood being physical and metaphorical Mm. and that's life as well I know Jordan Peterson talks about the flood story and the Noah story and and how on a psychological level we have floods in our life all the time Mm. all the time what are you going to do are you going to drown or are you going to build yourself a boat or have a boat ready for you to be able to float, for you to be able to go, okay, great, this is the life that I'm creating. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a physical flood, but it was a metaphorical flood for us as well in, in our life and in our business. Definitely. And then the, the, ever constant, the ever constant lesson of patience. <laughs> oh God, we'll get these products to you guys very soon. No, by the time this podcast comes out, products will be ready. So go down to the link, check them out focus sleep the sleep blend oh it hits different the focus blend ah taking that as an alternative to coffee in the morning my god does it mm. make you feel just switched on you know into a into a into a, a peak state of mental performance just within 20 minutes oh yeah beautiful combination that'll that'll kick you some resilience in your ass oh yeah i'm looking to, I, i'm looking to see how it would actually um how it will actually enhance physical performance when, when you're going into athletic endeavors i'm looking forward to seeing how that would do you know a little bit of focus halfway through through an ultra to see how that can tope and tap into the body's energy systems a little differently is this ryan bennett possibly planting a seed for another ultra <laughs> after he said am i going to do it on his social media yesterday probably not <laughs> well i'll get someone else to oh okay all right all right yeah we'll that group of beta athletes by that point we will. We'll end. We'll enter a whole team. They'll all be beta eyes. We'll we'll sponsor that. Hey, if you're an ultra marathon runner or want to do it, you want to come and join the beta team. Even even if you just want to give an ultra a crack for the first time, come along. Yes, yeah. I think it's a great opening. Hmm. Do you know? I just had a, a download for a podcast potential. We could take some sleep and then do a podcast. <laughs> see and see, <laughs> and see, see what happens in our deeply softened state, state. of sleepiness. Mm, drop into gamma and see what wisdom drops through. Eh? <laughs> No, they are beautiful, but it, they're going to be worth the wait. They're going to be worth the wait. You know, we've we've got our bottles sitting across the room. They're there. Mm. Boxes are coming. It's it's all happening. 
it's all happening it's a beautiful thing put it all together it's like, it's like birthing a child creating creating this business well, b- being in business and being an entrepreneur you have to be resilient god yeah because everything goes wrong you know because oh. there's no real blueprint on it you know you can you can work with other people you can um you can have like other coaches and things like that people can lay certain things out for you but at the end of the day it's like you showing up constantly getting it done doing the little things that um ultimately get you to the end of it mm. you know i've i've listened to always listen to podcasts and sometimes i listen to business ones or you know entrepreneur podcasts and you hear them going it's the hardest shit you'll ever do is, is, is owning that entrepreneur identity or title and going into it and i thought yeah look i've started businesses before and you know i've you know, in the fitness industry and in and, and real estate and things like that. And I thought, nah, okay. But actually actually creating product and, and going from the ground up and doing it properly. And obviously we've got Dearheart, who's a wizard and, and just imparts all his amazing wisdom to us as our consultant. Actually, we're going to get him on the podcast one day. You'll be blown away. Uh, I can't wait for that. Um, it's fucking hard as shit. He's hard. in our weekly meeting and he's just taking us through the levels each time. And I'm... I mean, geez, I even had to have an admission to you the other day. I said, man, this is fucking hard for me. You know, like it's, it's so, everything is so new. Everything is brand new. Everything is brand new. I've never gone to business school. I didn't go to university. But you sure learn quick. You got to. And you sure learn how to communicate with your business partner. Definitely. Very fucking quickly. If we weren't on the, on the communication level that we're at, this, this would have been broken a long time ago definitely well and and having the resilience right because we we could have given up multiple times multiple 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 times you know from getting manufacturers to you know starting with with the gum first and that not working to you know working with a a manufacturing company that was trying to drain us from all of our money and through r&d to working with a, a web development company that that just promise the world and, and nothing follows through so you have to take it over yourself and lose you know three thousand dollars just drop it down the drain and start again and know? having to fire them and then them blaming us that we're difficult clients mm. <laughs> it's, constant. It's, it's constant it's constant but i i really enjoyed that conversation like as soon as like we made the decision going hey look are we happy for this to happen and obviously got some advice from from our consultant. I was like, "Yep, it's I'm in for that because there's good growth in there." And then yeah. you jumped on as well, and it was it was beautiful, and I loved it. I actually loved that 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 he pushed back and blamed us because I could just then see <laughs> the type of person and company that it is, and it, it's like, okay, great, that actually doesn't align with us. That's why we are where we are. Sure. If you think we're difficult because we're passionate, we know our brand, we gave you exactly what we wanted like how is that a difficult client sure it's, it's not our it's not our job to be the web developers it's not you know, or, or the designers you know we give we give everything and you don't follow through it's not much we can do about it but that's 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 the resilience in business as well right because it's not all about soft and squashy and like oh yeah that's going to be okay it's okay i'll just bend for you all constantly it's like no this is what was promised you haven't we gave you multiple opportunities to step up, to yeah, deliver. It's sure. not just the the first hand, and we were reacting to it. It's like no, that was a that was an eight month process. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. And now we get to start again. <laughs> now we have to start again. <laughs> get to. There's a difference. Get to. There's I agree. And and yeah, absolutely. But we we're so much more flourished in our own processes of of what we want as well. So what we wanted then isn't what we want now either. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, and that, that's con- the constant growth of in, in development of a business, right? It'll, it'll it'll forever change over time, you know. Especially the the brand that we're building because it is is um, apart from the products reasonably heavily based around our own personal brand. The the business have, model has an opportunity to change and grow as as we do. It does. Yeah. And one major thing I learned from this digital marketing agent with digital agency is even who we are we you can it's you can be sold you can be sold the dream if somebody puts together a good presentation and puts all the right words in there 
Well, they're a marketing company, Michael. It's what they do. <laughs> but it was... <laughs> Just fucked me off. <laughs> yeah, That's where enough. I'm getting to. It just <laughs> fucked me off. If anyone from that company's listening, it fucked me off. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's the thing, you know, you just, you persevere, you move on, you, you take yeah, exactly. the lesson um, and, and you carry on with it, you know. Now we've just got a little bit more work that we need to do <laughs> before the product's actually launched. So we have, a, we have a platform to be able to sell them. But by the time this podcast gets out the product will be ready yeah so go down to link below and, and click try. and, and try click it. and try it. and try it's a beautiful yeah. thing not only do you get the product you actually get access to the 28 day state change program as well which is fire oh it's, it's good it's just the 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 culmination of of all the practices that that mike and i um, add into our life from a naturopathic perspective from a breath work perspective from a shadow work perspective from the physical aspects sleep everything it's 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 a beautiful program it's very beautiful mm. and it's free and it's free you know jump on board beautiful all right lovely listeners we um we really we, we're just so grateful that you're listening we see the numbers coming through and we see you listening and we see all of the responses and all of the feedback and we just love you we just love you. Forever grateful. Forever grateful. We are. So, uh, well, until next week. Well, um, it's easy enough for now to say stay dry, but... Who knows? Who knows? It's nature being nature. Nature being nature. All right, people. Have a beautiful week. Have a beautiful moment. We love you. Take a breath. See you.